our message has been straightforward and simple, and it's true. The border is closed. Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security. We have a secure border. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. I want to repeat my assurance to uh, our audience this morning that the border is, in fact, secure. No, is that we need to do more at the border. The way I figure it, we're on pace to hit 12 million migrants coming in the country in the Biden administration. 12 million, that's, that's equivalent to the entire population of our state. You got a, a, about 1.9 million, something like that, in, in known and unknown gotaways. Yeah, I want Border Patrol. And you don't know, you don't know. Go after terrorists. You don't know how many how many have come in. let people come into this country, please. Answer the question, Mr. Byer. I, I am answering the question. No, you're not. It, it, if people this, came into this Aubrey country, claimed the time. we Look, would have a much Mr. better, Byer, more secure border. Mr. Byer, you don't know. You don't know who I am. Out of the Supreme Court, this is a, a major battle between the Biden administration and Texas. By a five to four vote along largely ideological lines, the Supreme Court has allowed the Biden administration to continue having access to the border and to take down that razor wire. Everybody keeps putting faith in the Supreme Court to do the right thing. But today they said Texas, even on Texas land, can't put up barbed wire, can't have state police, can't have Texas Guard try to stop the invasion happening that Mayorkas and Biden created. They told the illegals when Biden was running for office, when I win, surge the border. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. They've set up UN camps all over Central and South America to bring them into the country. The same invasion strategy that was used on Europe in the last 15 years. The billionaire George Soros says he's investing $500 million to startups founded by refugees. George Soros has funded an app to help illegal immigrants avoid federal immigration authorities. What's happening as a result? Is there it's somebody also, being prosecuted? It's also a crime. 8 U.S.C. Section 1327, which is aiding and abetting the unlawful entry of persons into the United States. This app is pretty outrageous. Not only does it allow the unlawful uh, illegal alien uh, to have all the magic language they need to plead their case, but it provides notice to their friends and family. It alerts their attorney. So in a consortium of the U.S. government, and communist China and the UN, they built these giant refugee centers and fly people and pay them to come and then stage and invade the United States. Because if they built a UN camp in northern Mexico, it'd be too obvious, so they do it in Panama and other areas. And yes, the feds under the Constitution are in control of the border. Texas has emergency powers. In the federalist system, the feds aren't in charge. Federalist system means it's a separation of powers and a division of powers, 50-50 between the states and the feds. The feds are captured. So this is a constitutional crisis. We can't be naive and think the Supreme Court is going to save us. We have to wake up the public. We have to elect local officials. We have to remove the Soros prosecutors in local elections. We have to mobilize to stop this. So this is a military operation run by the UN, funded by our own government. And until Congress, here's the key, talks about the fact that the State Department's funding the majority of this, we have no prayer.
But if we simply wake up to the fact that it's an organized criminal action, it's over. So call Congress, call Talk Radio, make this video go mega viral that this is run by our own government against us. So, you know, we do have a, a very affluent community, a lot of big homes, and um, what I'd like to do is direct staff to create a sign-up sheet. So, you know, for individuals that would be willing to house migrant families. But they are on the wrong side of history. Please understand that this is replacement migration. Now, this is the globalist endgame, and this is the new world order. The affirmative task we have now is uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. Your class has an incredible window of opportunity to lead in shaping a new world order. All has changed. The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned into InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And please pray for the transmission. Without you, we're going to fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the New World Order, are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. InfoWars is the tip of the spear. If you want to support the tip of the spear, that decision is up to you. Please support us now at InfoWars Store. It's Thursday, January 25th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow Good morning, thing. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Okay, three. Harrison two, Smith here, infowars.com, band.video. We have a huge, huge show for you today. Tegzit is back on the menu, boys. It is the talk of the town. Are we on the cusp of a civil war? Will Texas and its allied conservative states break free from federal control and reestablish basic law and order? And actually valuing citizens over foreigners? Or is this all smoke and mirrors and part of a wider grand design to undercut those very freedoms that many people think we're fighting for right now. I'm still a little bit undecided, but I'm excited. So we'll get into exactly what's going on on the border and yeah, Texas, Texas secession. It trended all day yesterday. Very exciting. We have a lot of political news to get to. It looks like Biden is, uh, on the campaign trail, it's hilarious. So, we, I mean, we have so many videos to get to, and I don't even know how we're going to get to all of them, but we're going to get to as many as possible. And continue to talk about uh, the failure of the leftist media, as well as the deadly integration of DEI policies into aircraft building and operating. So, yeah, just, just 
so much to talk about today. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Thursday, the 25th of January, 2024. From the post-millennial, Greg Abbott declares invasion over border crisis, invokes right to self-defense. After the Supreme Court vacated an injunction against the Biden administration cutting razor wire along the U.S.-Mexico border installed by the state of Texas, Governor Greg Abbott has declared an invasion and invoked the right to self-defense, a very powerful statement. That is as close as any state has been to declaring independence since, oh, about 1860 or so. Apparently, Virginia, Florida, South Dakota, as well as Oklahoma, Montana, and a number of other states have pledged to support Texas in the border standoff with the feds. The story at Infowars.com is still being updated as more states pledge support for Texas. Amid a feud with Biden administration, with the Biden administration over its right to enforce its own borders, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin on Wednesday joined Oklahoma in support of Texas amid a standoff with the Biden administration over the state's right to have a razor wire barrier to defend its border. Again, we'll get into this because it's it very quickly became outrageous on both sides, I would say. However, of course, on the right. It appeals to the Constitution, to the basic function of government, to the right and necessity of defending the border. And on the left, it calls for total federal domination of every state, just a complete abandonment of our democracy, of our Republican system, of the separation of powers and states' rights as a concept, as Democratic lawmakers call on Biden to seize control of the Texas National Guard amid border feud. A pair of congressional Democrats are demanding Joe Biden take full control of the Texas uh, Guard National Guard in response to Governor, Governor Greg Abbott's order for them to secure the border. Representatives Joaquin Castro and Greg Kazar both from Texas, called on Biden to seize sole control of the Texas National Guard in the wake of Abbott defying the Supreme Court's order to allow the Border Patrol to cut the razor wire barriers in Eagle Pass. See, I will get into this, but a, a outrageous thing to demand, a frankly ridiculous overreach of federal power. But this is what the leftists do. This is what they do. If you actually try to enforce the law, they use that as an excuse they say, you're actually doing an insurrection, therefore, we should just completely undermine and destroy and root out from the base, from the foundation, every structure of this government because they're not getting their way, so everything must be destroyed. It's wild, but that's exactly what's happening. And, of course, it's kind of hilarious to see leftists going, oh, you can just, oh, so I guess you can just ignore the Supreme Court? Wow, you can just, it's the highest court in the land. You're just going to ignore it this after basically a year of the Supreme Court coming out with decisions, leftists going to their houses and trying to uh, intimidate them. I mean, the, there's no respect on the left for the Supreme Court whatsoever. Decisions about diversity where then universities come out and announce openly that they're not adhering to the Supreme Court's decision. I mean, I, I I talked about it enough yesterday. These people have no principle. They don't actually believe anything. They don't actually th think the Supreme Court is some 
you know, ultimate authority, uh, what they want is something that will do their bidding. And if it won't, it will be destroyed. And that's the way they feel about everything, literally everything. The Supreme Court decides in their favor. It's an important institution. It's the highest court in the land. We must respect it. It is our democracy after all. And then the Supreme Court goes against them. It's we have to pack the Supreme Court. We have to ab abolish the Supreme Court. We have to uh, impeach the Supreme Court justices. We have, the colleges aren't following it, and we're all proud of that. They don't. They don't believe anything. They don't believe anything. So screw them. We're entering into the realm of pure, simple will to power. If you have the power and choose to execute it for your benefit, then you win. If you don't, then you lose. No principle. The principle doesn't even enter into the conversation. And again, we'll get into that a little bit later and illustrate once again how the 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 things being the procedures being advocated for by the Democrats are so far and beyond anything Republicans are even talking about doing. It just shows you where the danger lies. Meanwhile, ADL urged law enforcement to target trans ideology opponents. The Anti-Defamation League flagged online amplifiers of LGBTQ plus hate as extremists to be examined by law enforcement. An email obtained by the Oversight Project shows the revelation indicates that the Anti-Defamation League, the leading anti-hate organization in the world, that of course in quotes, because that's what they call themselves. I call them the self-appointed Jewish overlords, but either one really. They're specifically pushing law enforcement to scrutinize viral dissenters over transgender ideologies such as Daily Wire's Matt Walsh and Manhattan Institute's Chris Rufo. The email was attained by the Heritage Foundation's Oversight Project. The ADL was historically focused on anti-Semitism, but in recent years has directed heavy attention to hate and extremism. The ADL has described content push, uh, pushing back against transgender ideology as both dangerous and false, claiming this content inspires real-world extremist activities, threats, and even violence. So again, this is beyond calling for their censorship on big media, uh, on big tech, and the ADL using its uh, blackmail-style corporate pressure to force big tech companies to censor their opponents. This is actually going to law enforcement attempting to get it as a criminal matter that you're not allowed to oppose their ideology because we very much already live in, but if the ADL is allowed to persist as it is, we will soon be incontrovertibly, like indebatably a theocracy where it's the ADL and their beliefs, their religion, their LGBTQ, whatever moral landscape is enforced by law and questioning it is blasphemy essentially. And, and it'll be enforced by the state because we live in a theocracy. Finally, we have this world war three alert from Infowars.com. Senior Israeli official says Iran legitimate target for airstrikes. Israel's economy and industry minister and the leading candidate to replace Benjamin Netanyahu as leader of the ruling Likud party near Barkat told The Telegraph this week that Iran has become a legitimate target for Israeli missile strikes. Barkat told the outlet, uh, Iran is a legitimate target for Israel. They will not get away with it. The head of the snake is Tehran. My recommendation is to adopt the strategy that President Kennedy used in the Cuban Missile Crisis. What he basically said then was a missile from Cuba will be answered with a missile to Moscow. And we should be very clear. We should be very, very clearly make sure the Iranians understand that they will not get away with using proxies against Israel and sleep good at night if we don't sleep good at night, he added. We believe them 
when they say they want to destroy Israel. If anything, what we've learned from October 7th is believe our enemies and the wickedness in their evil, their goals, thoughts, and actions, and we're not going to allow another Holocaust. <laughs> I mean, we are carrying one out, but not one against us, we mean, I think is what he's trying to say there. Barkat claimed Israel could manage a war with Hamas and Iran at the same time and actually asserted that as big as the crisis is, it's also a really big opportunity for his nation because other governments would seek Israel's expertise in fighting jihadism. So, yeah, uh, what they're saying is that uh, they're going to start a war with Iran and then uh, make America come save them. It's World War III straight up, and uh, Israel is the driving force behind all of this, obviously, and have been since October 7th. And I think it's important not to uh, become a nerd to this, not to become used to the reality that the war in Gaza, if you can even call it that, the mass slaughter, by Israel of Palestinians in Gaza uh, just becomes something that it's like you just get updated every day. It's like, oh, another major bombing, another giant catastrophe. Same as yesterday and the day before. So why even talk about it? So we're at, we are going to talk about it. We are going to continue to keep it in the forefront as it is a major flashpoint of World War III, obviously, but also ties into so much else that we're talking about, including censorship on X and so much more. So we'll get into that. We're also going to, of course, talk about Texit and whether that's even possible. We're going to take a look at uh, what the constitutional crisis is that we're entering into right now and where this all goes. Because as exciting as it is that Greg Abbott is standing up against the Fed and apparently, by all appearances, just going ahead and defending the border, whether or not Biden and Mayorkas like it. It's very exciting and very good. But I do wonder if this isn't some sort of long con game to set up a situation in which the National Guards are taken over by the feds and in which the desire that conservatives have for just basic rule of law and protecting our border, if this isn't some sort of sort of tease to make people think that, you know, if we support this, then we'll protect the border and we'll be able to free ourselves from feds, the feds treasonous activities. But it's all sort of done in show in order to give the feds an excuse to just crack down fully and completely deprive states of any semblance or, or any remaining sovereignty that we now enjoy. As again, I mean, this is what the Democrats and the globalists is what they're all about. It's a constant pattern of consolidating power in the, exec in the executive, usurping power from the Congress, usurping power from the Supreme Court, usurping power from the states, consolidating it all into the executive branch, which is, of course, not so much controlled by the president, you know, responsible to the people and put in office by voters, but managed and maintained and run on a day-to-day -day basis by a vast network of deep state bureaucrats who operate essentially independently and without even lip service to the cares and benefits and desires of the American people. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit suspicious about this, but we're going to embrace the opportunity that's been granted us to sell the virtues of Texas breaking away 
and becoming an independent state. But that's just one of the many, many topics that we have to discuss today. And a lot, I have a lot of uh, videos to go to as well. I think we'll go to clip number eight here because this is what I covered yesterday and the day before in the abject and complete failure of the leftist media to maintain even a moderate audience, let alone deserve the overwhelming monopoly they have on mainstream media in general, but from the opposite side. But this report is from the left lamenting uh, that this is going on. Let's go now to uh, clip number eight here. It's Taylor Lorenz. She has great news. Let's watch. The entire journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today, the Los Angeles Times laid yep. off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire D.C. bureau in an election Hold on, this year. doesn't feel right. They Hold on, can we, can we pause it? This doesn't feel right. Uh, if the crew can pull up some sort of celebratory music, I'm thinking like the crab dance song. If we can get the crab dance song playing, I don't know how quickly we can uh, we can turn this around. But I feel like this this video will just be a lot more appropriate if we can have some sort of uh, celebratory techno music in the background. You guys know the, the it's by Nor Noise Storm, I think, the uh, the crab song. So you guys let me know when we uh, when we have that because again, I think I just think the attitude, the mood. Here you go. Okay, perfect. All right, now let's let's bring back up uh, Taylor Lorenz. So I'm sorry. Here's Taylor Lorenz talking about the uh, failure of the leftist media. The entire journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today, the Los Angeles Times laid off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire D.C. bureau in an election year. They laid off pretty much all of their sports teams. They killed their entire tech and business section. They laid off breaking news writers, social media editors. The list goes on. But what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media industry. In Damn fact, right it is. tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. Major Oh, no. Media companies like BuzzFeed News have completely Oh, you can't lie as a job anymore? Time Magazine also just laid off a ton of people. And, oh, Sports Illustrated basically shut down last week. Pretty much Good the entire riddance. digital Good riddance to you all. that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And completely it's not hollowed out. Completely abolished. Completely replaced by us, the truth tellers. Completely. Radio is essentially dead aside from oh, NPR, dead? which has been gutted. RIP, gutted, dead, destroyed. Suicide. It was suicide because you people won't stop lying about everything. Have you ever thought about telling the truth once? Maybe you wouldn't all be abysmal failures if you just told the truth every once in a while. Sorry, go on. The Atlantic, where I used to work, If you're a young journalist today, there's almost no on-ramp to traditional journalism. Even if you do get a job, journalists' salaries have been stagnant and even declined. And by the way, we don't make that much to begin with. Yeah, you suck. You shouldn't. How bad the world would be without you. Deserve nothing. And let me just preface this by saying, for you're not in jail, quite frankly. I did not go to journalism school. I built my own audience. Yeah, me on neither. I came Guess from what? Our audience is exploding. Our audience is huge. Infowars is succeeding. I wonder how that works. Incredibly, incredibly critical of pretty much my entire career. So I'm definitely mm -hmm. not some mainstream media defender. Oh, you're not? The rise of citizen journalism Here, let me interrupt this uh, video where I'm defending the mainstream media to tell you I'm not a mainstream media defender. They can't even tell the truth about the fact that they're all failing. Okay, and that they're lying about the consequences of their lies. Majority of journalists losing their jobs in situations like this are the working journalists that are doing. Can you learn to code? Have you thought about learning how to code? 
Mining corporations are holding power to account or no, holding power to account. You bootlicking scumbags. You do nothing but serve the powerful. You do nothing but behave like loyal dogs to the worst people in the world. Also, just not great like social media people. What is she even talking about now? You're not great social media people because every time you go on social media, you get swamped by the overwhelming number of people who despise you because they know the truth and they know you're despicable liars. And it's work that somebody should pay for it. And it's work that's not rewarded by these social media Farewell. Goodbye, mainstream media. You're going away now. You're no longer necessary. Nobody needs you. Nobody likes you. And then retain that subscriber base over time when you're doing investigative work. And that's even talking about sued out of existence, by the way, after you publish the first This is why you're failing. It's because you're boring, you're self obsessed. Media companies have accelerated their own whiny. You don't feel like you can do anything wrong. I don't know why mainstream media is failing. Watch the video that you just made about mainstream media failing. They have these try to look at it through the eyes of a normal person that's not makeup covered psychopath. Regressive crap. But that's not even why a lot of them are going out of business. She's still going. She's still going. Because the economics of the media ecosystem are broken. Oh, the economics of the media ecosystem. Just stop lying. It's because you lie so much. And Google and tech giants. I don't oh, really know where that oh, leads it? us other it's than Google a and the tech giants where there's really no check on these corporate people. and political power in this corporate country. And political I did power. write a oh lot God. about this in my book called Extremely Online. Uh, by the way, buy my book. Buy my book. I know you won't read the stuff I put out for free, but pay me for more. Goodbye. Go away now. The, the island has spoken. The tribe has spoken. You are the weakest link. Be gone. Go away. Shut up. Until you learn your lesson, until you learn to tell the truth, until you learn a little humility, until you learn to appeal to the audience, does it ever enter into their mind to question why InfoWars is still here? Why the right wing is surging everywhere? Why when they go on social media, they find nothing but disdain and hatred and contempt for everything that they do? Why if you rate favorability ratings, of the average American by uh, a profession, journalist rates up there with serial killers and pedophiles. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you. Nobody reads you. Nobody shares you on social media because you're liars, because you continuously and frankly, ridiculously lie about everything all the time. So that's the lesson you should be learning. You can blame the economic situation. You can blame big tech, which is 100% on your side, or corporations, which are 500% on your side. You can blame the government, which you serve like a loyal dog. But everybody knows the truth. It's because... We know we have access to reality now. We can share things without your approval. You no longer have a monopoly over information. And now that there's a crack in your armor, now that people can actually get information from alternative sources, everybody realizes what you've been saying for the past 60 years is utter hogwash and should be thrown out like the trash that it is, like the trash that you are. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you. And all you have to do is watch that video to know why, because you're boring, self-righteous, self-important, and despicable liars. You're lying about the consequences of your lies. Your lies have made you fail, and so you go out and make a video telling everybody that it's actually something else. And it's just more evidence, more piling on the reality that you people can't be trusted 
with a butter knife, let alone the sole mandate of telling people in America what's going on in the world. Good riddance, be gone, go away. Take a, take a little lesson of, of humility. Go back, live at your parents' house for a little while. They don't like you either. They don't want you there either, but, you know, they're stuck with you. We're not. <laughs> we can choose to have you go away forever. So go back to the people who, you know, you can force yourself on and uh, learn to code, maybe get a useful job driving Uber and uh, keeping all of those outrageous, communistic, retarded thoughts to yourself for once. Give us all a break. Leave us all alone. Goodbye. Go away. This should be the last time I have to say this. Shut up forever. And by the way, if you want to support good media, if you want to support the media that's here and will stay here and will be here telling you the truth for as long as we possibly can, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com as we dance on the fetid, rotten graves of mainstream media as we take over everywhere. ago we began developing this game that came out so much better than thought it would and is now a number one hit i imagined the control freak left attacking it but i didn't know that right when the game came out with perfect timing elon musk would release me on x and the whole world will be waking up and the davos group will be confronted at their own events by world leaders calling out their tyranny this is the planets aligning. And now, MSNBC, the corporate press, Media Matters, George Soros, they're all calling for it to be banned. Is there a way to counter the types of, uh, of hate that people like Alex Jones um, promote and now they do in video games? I mean, this is, this is a party that talks about video games being dangerous for our kids. And yet here he is with a video game that promotes violence. You will be silenced. And celebrates that kind of violence. You suck, big tech lizard nerd. Because let's be honest here, when he is talking about killing globalists, we know what globalist now means for the Republican Party and what that is code for. Because they understand they're reaching a bunch of young guys who are getting this sort of message beaten into them right now. Today, I'm playing the unhinged Alex Jones video game. I saw it was released on Steam, so I'm like, well, that kind of opens the floodgates. This game is actually really good fun. This is insane. Look at all the blood. Look at all these zombies. <laughs> okay. I'll eat your ass. Okay, so that is what he said. <laughs> I'll eat your ass. And I don't, I don't know what the characteristics of the game are beyond that he's involved and that it's killing globalists. This is the kind of thing that, that will become a normalization lever in teaching people, oh, yeah, it's okay to kill. It's okay to kill. The globalists. This is pretty amazing. <laughs> jump around, jump around, jump shot. No. Ooh, 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 ooh. Alex Jones, you are a hero. <laughs> this is supposed to be Justin Trudeau, I think. Uh, come on, Mark. Oh, sh Mark Zuckerberg, kill oh, me. Look at him crawling away. Wait. What them dolls gonna do? They gonna.
Oh, they ate his ass. Find out what they're scared of at alexjonesgame.com. Follow the link from there to Steam and download it and share it. It's 1776. It funds the info war. It is key in the culture war. We need to be engaged and involved in books and films and universities and Hollywood and everywhere. And we are. So get Alex Jones New World Order Wars right now before they ban it. Make it such a big hit, they continue to sh** their f pants and all the control freaks i want to echo what elon musk said to your censorship go f yourselves hey let me start by saying you do a great show thank you hey let me point out that i took x2 iodine i started taking that stuff the best iodine i think i ever found is what you guys are selling when did you start taking and it I, about four years ago i had high blood pressure and i was on blood pressure medicine mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people, the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural... DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But So X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into what's happening at the Texas border. Who is joining us in this righteous crusade to reestablish basic law and order in this country? What the Democrats are doing to counteract that? Where this may go, or how it may all be, big trick. May all be a big trick. Again, like I said, we have a lot to cover today, from censorship to the war in the Middle East, to basic uh, political goings-on, as this is looking a little bit like an election year. So we'll get into all of that here on the show, but let's first begin with what's going on in Texas. Obviously, to catch you up, Governor Greg Abbott sent down the Texas National Guard to put up razor wire, barbed wire, concertina wire to stop the federal government from importing millions upon millions of migrants right across our border. The Biden administration issued a, a emergency injunction with the Supreme Court to demand that the Supreme Court allow the federal government to violate the federal law and invade our own country. The Supreme Court decided in his favor incredibly quickly, amazing how quickly things can happen if you want them to, right? The Supreme Court's most of the time, if you try to get a case to them, it's like, well, maybe next year, maybe we'll get around to it a year from now, but don't hold your breath. But when the Biden administration wants to open the border, I mean, this is how extreme they are in their desire to invade the country. There's a certain desperation at play with the way that the feds are opening the border. It's like they're 
it's like they have a goal to meet. It's like they have a deadline. It's like if we don't get a certain number in a certain time, then our plan to overthrow the country won't work. There's a sense of, of urgency that's not really explained by the reality of the situation. It's not a catastrophe if the border's closed. Nothing bad happens, right? It's not like, oh, the longer the border closes is closed, the more people die. Like, that's not the case. The border can be closed and everything can be fine. But apparently, they're just desperate. They can't let a single day go by without flooding our country with tens of thousands of illegal immigrants from all over the world. I think it's, it's worth it people just to ask why that is. Why is it that the Biden administration not only is keeping the border open and flooding our country with six million plus illegal immigrants just since Biden got into office, but why are they so desperate to continue the flow without a single interruption? Like, why is it that they are so urgent and desperate to open the border and not let it be closed for even a single second? It's because they know what they're doing can't last forever because it's all predicated on the lack of interest, the distraction of the American people. And once the American people realize what's going on, there will be a backlash. So essentially they're trying to get that critical mass of illegal immigrants where if they can get in enough people quick enough before America wakes up, then even if America does wake up, it'll be too late to really do anything about it because they've literally imported the population of an entirely new nation into our country that's loyal to them and will serve them and will be deputized by them to actually go to war with the American people. What is behind the desperation here? Because they are certainly desperate. And we should be treating it with the same level of urgency. Here's the statement that Governor Abbott issued on Texas's constitutional right to self-defense is from the Office of Texas Governor. Governor Greg Abbott today issued a statement on, or this was yesterday, on Texas's constitutional right to defend and protect itself as President Joe Biden continues to attack Texas and refuse to perform his duties to secure the border. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now, reads the statement. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill these duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons... The governor says, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. That constitutional authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. And it goes on and on, despite having been put on notice in a series of letters and this is the letter from the governor, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas's demands to perform his constitutional duties. President Biden has violated his oath to faith- faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry. President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate, mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. 
By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas's border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Under Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers both included both Article 4, Section 4, which promises the federal government, quote, shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which is not which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. Arizona versus United States 567 U.S. 387419, and those are the cases uh, at the Supreme Court with statements from uh, Anton uh, Scalia. Failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4 has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. So, yes, uh, this appears to be something. This appears to be something. What it eventually becomes, whether this has a tangible and measurable effect on the flow of illegal immigrants is still yet to be seen. But in response to this, many governors have stated their intention to stand by the Texas governor including Virginia, uh, Oklahoma, Florida, South Dakota, heard Montana as well. We'll have to pull up a map showing you all of the places. The new Confederacy, you might call it. Let's go now to clip number 13, uh, as this young lady has a very good point of what we can do at this uh, most crucial time. Let's watch. I'm sure by now, by the time you see this, you'll see the Supreme Court just ruled in favor of Biden to cut through our barbed wire fence that's protecting Texas's border. This is my call to action for y'all. I want you guys to contact Governor Abbott and share your support for him. I'm gonna put up the link here in a minute. It'll be down below, but also here is his contact information for you to call directly and just let him know. We support him, we need to keep fighting. We're not gonna give up. The border is ours to protect and Biden's immigration policies are not gonna stand anymore. We are done. Here are the phone numbers. You can reach him directly. And like I said, I'm gonna put the link below to email him if you so choose. This may be the start of the civil war as we know it, but we are not gonna back down. Sorry, ain't happening. Abbott, we support you and we will constantly support you. Um, The rest of us Texans are fully on board for this. And we have 25 other states that are here and we're not giving up. So Biden can suck a dick. (laughs) Oh, how rude. Well, how very rude. I completely agree. We need to be showing our support for Greg Abbott. We know that at this moment, the leftist propaganda machine, well-funded, well-staffed, is churning out pressure on not just Governor Abbott, but all the other governors who have spoken out in support of Abbott. Even if it's just on social media, even if it's just liking the announcement from the governors of Virginia and Oklahoma to show them that they have the support of the people, now is the time to show it. 
My friends, Alex Jones here to tell you about some of the most important information concerning you and your family's health. Radiation levels have more than doubled in the last 60 years in the Northern Hemisphere from all of the nuclear testing and radiological accidents. Radioactive contamination is now in most of the food supply. There's only two ways to avoid this. Move south of the equator or properly protect your thyroid with nascent iodine. Looking to protect my family, I've done deep research. Nascent iodine is the purest, cleanest, absolute best form of iodine to protect yourself and your family. It's made right here in the USA, completely non-GMO. I searched out the best quality and now have developed a double-strength form of nascent iodine, exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com. Nascent iodine is on record as one of the only safe ways to detox from fluoride poisoning. Survival Shield Nascent Iodine. Secure your super high-quality nascent iodine today at InfoWarsLife.com. That's InfoWarsLife.com. The best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. One great author once said, and it's totally true. You know, I've been on air 30 years. It'll be 30 years in April. And people always ask me, what is the silver bullet? What's the master plan? What's the one big deadly stroke that'll take down the globalists? And the answer is, only Jesus Christ has that power. I don't have that power. I've noticed in my life, whether you're cutting down a tree or cleaning your garage or raising a child, it's hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands of actions, just like plowing a field, that brings the solution. And there's a rhythm to the work. It's not like it's slavery to, to do manual labor or to cook dinner for your children a thousand times. It's a pleasure or to instruct them how to skin a buck, run a trot line, use a bow and arrow, shoot a gun, do mathematics, learn how to negotiate a business deal. It's those struggles that make us who we are. So InfoWars has delivered in Royal Flush. And I wanna be very clear, that glory goes to God, but secondarily to you. None of this would have happened without you believing in what we're doing and standing with us. And we've now really changed the world. That said, though, folks, I don't have some silver bullet. There's not one little thing we do and some magic word we say, abracadabra, and the new order goes down. But it is the supporting the show, praying for the show, spreading the word about the broadcast that has already dealt the enemy a grievous blow. And again, we don't get funded by George Soros or billionaires, the new world order. We get funded by selling products. And I never thought about this 25 years ago, starting selling products or longer. Oh, I'm going to sell really good stuff so they love it and buy it again. I thought, what's quality? What's good? I, I, I just treated you like I wanted to be treated. But now I'm older, 50 years old. I can look back and say, that was a good business strategy. That's the old America strategy where stuff lasted decades, didn't fall apart right away. I mean... People wanted quality. So if you want the best supplements, the best books, the best films, some great t-shirts, I'm going to say they're the best. I design them. They're okay. They're all at InfoWarsStore.com. We got some big specials going on right now on the Real Red Pill Plus and on DNA Force Plus. 50% off of them together and so much more. Get a Team Humanity shirt. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. But I just want to thank you for your past support and ask you now, at the critical juncture, at the heart of the battle, to take action, especially if you've never bought anything at Enforcer.com, and go try it out for yourself. Whether it's X2, you name it, it's all excellent. Please support us. Thanks for your consideration.
24 this morning, 14 states had pledged their support for Texas in the border crisis. Arkansas, Florida, Iowa, Idaho, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. These states have deployed personnel and resources demonstrating their support for Texas's border security efforts under Operation Lone Star over the last month. It's a coalition of sorts, a confederacy, if you will, of states refusing to abandon and allow to be usurped their right of self-defense. Glenn Youngkin, governor of Virginia, put out this statement on X. Virginia stands with Texas. Greg Abbott is doing the job Joe Biden and his borders are refused to do to secure our border. The Biden administration has turned every state into a border state. We must stop the flow of fentanyl, save lives, and secure our southern border. He joined Oklahoma in support of Texas amid a standoff with the Biden administration over the state's right to have a razor wire barrier to defend its border. The story from Infowars.com. Similarly, former Republican presidential candidate and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis declared on Wednesday he'd continue to support Texas' right to defend itself with personnel and assets amid the entanglement. Saying, quote, if the Constitution really made states powerless to defend themselves against an invasion, it wouldn't have been ratified in the first place and Texas would have never joined the union when it did. Texas is upholding the law while Biden is flouting it. Florida will keep assisting. Christy Nome of South Dakota said ex- more, more or less exactly the same thing. Greg Abbott is exactly right to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend itself. The Biden administration has created a national security crisis and put Americans in danger. Their failure is an unconstitutional dereliction of duty. South Dakota has been proud to stand with Texas. So other states are not only pledging their support in words, but are sending apparently troops to the location from Tracker Deep on Twitter. A large group of National Guard troops from various states across the country have just landed in Eagle Pass, Texas, in support of Governor Abbott. Now, of course, the response to this from the left has been to basically demand that the federal government go to war with the states. And they are salivating over it. Obviously, you've got the leftist congressmen, Democrat lawmakers, again, the stories at Infowars.com, call on Biden to seize control of Texas National Guard amid border feud, which would be such an insane overreach of the federal government. It's hard to even imagine that they made this statement in good faith and sincerity. But then again, they're, they're socialists. So it's, it's, not, it's not a complicated thing. It's not, it's not a matter of, of you know, some sort of confusing ideology. It's all very simple. They have plans to destroy the country, and if you stand up against those plans, they're willing to do anything and everything it takes to destroy you. If, if they claim they want to preserve democracy by kicking people off the ballot and banning political parties. I mean, it's it's just not that complicated. They don't believe in anything. They want the destruction of the United States. They want the wholesale elimination and replacement of 
the founding stock of this country. They hate white people. They hate Christianity. They hate the concept of a republic. It just gets in the way of their exercise of total and complete and despotic power, so they want to get rid of it. The Supreme Court's in their way. They want to pack the Supreme Court or abolish it or impeach the people uh, who sit on the bench. I mean, again, it's not that complicated. It's just their children. It's like a child's way of thinking. No consideration for the implications of what they're doing. No, you know, sincerely held belief that they're upholding. It's just, I want this now. I'll do anything to get it. What they want is tens of millions of illegal immigrants crossing over the border in an unrestrained flow. And so they want to start a civil war to get that. And actually there was, uh, we've got two things that I want to read here. One is a op-ed by General Flynn from the Western Journal which says the Constitution literally allows Texas to engage war at the southern border, engage in war at the southern border, and he explains how. Again, that's a Western Journal with uh, General Flynn. But I think before we get to that, uh, you know, uh, military authority with his extremely long and, and well-thought-out dissertation on the constitutionality of Texas defending its own border, before we do that, let's go to an anonymous Twitter account making fun of Vosh. Vosh, Vosh, Vosh. So... Yeah, this is the mindset of the leftist, right? Texas says we want to secure our border. Uh, Vosh's response is to put up a meme of the burning of Georgia. And I could, I could pontificate about this, but I really think uh, this person, Vagrant of Roads at Vagrant Wires, he's an artist. He's an artist with his words. He says this about... Vouch and Joaquin Castro and Greg Kazar and any of the socialists that are now openly advocating for violence against their fellow Americans because their fellow Americans don't want 10 billion dudes from Haiti storming across the border. Okay, that's the big crime. So the punishment uh, is, is death and they want to burn your whole family and they'll laugh about it. And here's what he says. He says, quote, these deformed freaks just want to kill you. That's literally all their politics amount to. They salivate over the prospect of murdering you and your entire family. Their entire existence is beholden to, beholden to their unrealized fantasies of revenge porn. They waste every day waiting for a chance to cause pain. They revel in the suffering of innocence and chant for your annihilation. They're disgusting slugs, demons enthralled to evil, aberrant slobs who hate happiness, smug elitist snobs, sycophants of the ruling class, cowards braying for the blood behind a screen, avarice whores who want to steal your birthright, useless parasites who do nothing but resent and hate. They contribute nothing but poison to our society. They are beyond pathetic. I think that about sums it up. I think that about sums it up. Now, they're not going to kill anybody. No, they're fat idiots. And I'm wondering now if this isn't maybe a a long-term secret plan of, of why their side embraces the fat and the retarded, like why their side is so obsessed with mental illness and being physically repugnant. And I wonder if it's because when it comes time to fight, they'll all be excused because they're all diagnosed with a thousand different mental illnesses, right? Like they're like, yeah, we should have a conscription. Oh, but not me. I'm bipolar and I have depression and I'm on anxiety medication because my cat died last month. And it's like, oh, okay. Is that what this is all about? They're like me. I can't go fight a war. I'm so crazy. I chop my gonads off and, and put plastic in my chest to make them look like tits. Like, is it, 
Is it a, a long-term plan to avoid military service? Why they embrace the mental illness and the physical just degradation of themselves? It's that's smart. That's a smart long-term plan, I think. But these people aren't killing anybody. These people aren't fighting anybody. These people want to forcibly conscript their enemies to go fight their other enemies while they sit back and pleasure themselves to the thought of some poor Christian family, you know, getting their door kicked in and a flamethrower wielded on them. That's what they really want. That's all they really want. It's a deep-seated personal problem they have, but we have to deal with it. And again, I think the exact same thing applies to uh, Joaquin Castro or Congressman Greg Kazar. Uh, Castro says, quote, Governor Greg Abbott is using the Texas National Guard to obstruct and create chaos at the border. He's creating chaos at the border. If Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard now. Now. He needs to seize control immediately. He needs to become a dictator. He needs to completely overrun the separation of powers and the concept of state rights upon which this union was founded. And they think they can just get away with this. It's time to teach these people a lesson. I mean, I'm sick of I'm sick of it. I'm sick of talking about this. I'm sick of beating around the bush. Frankly, if I was Texas governor, I would be sending the Texas Rangers out to arrest Alejandro Mayorkas, to arrest Castro, to arrest Kazar, to try them for sedition, for stirring up treason against the United States or against Texas in this case and put them on trial. I think we should be treating these people like the January Sixers. If you can charge someone like Stuart Rhodes, who never even entered the Capitol on January 6th with an unspoken conspiracy to cause insurrection, you can throw him in prison for 20 years, put him in pretrial detention for two years. We can treat our politicians like that. There's more evidence for this being a seditious conspiracy openly spoken about. This is sedition. This is a crime against the Constitution. It's a crime against the foundation of our state. And these congressmen are openly advocating it in public. Send the Texas Rangers, send the FBI, arrest these people, put them on trial. Hey, maybe they're found not guilty. We'll find that out three years from now when their emaciated forms, you know, bound in shackles is brought before the tribunal. But enough is enough. These people are pushing us to the edge. We can either take the initiative or we can just continue to suffer under their despotic idiocy. We'll be right back. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. 
You can see here the Great Awakening orbiting the Great Reset. Although the depopulation systems of the Great Reset are not yet fully operational, the Great Reset does have a strong conspiracy network. It is protected by a satanic shield, which can be disabled by the Great Awakening. The Great Reset must be deactivated if any victory for humanity is to be accomplished. Once the Great Awakening deactivates the shield, Infowars.com forward slash show will cover the truth, while Infowarriors fly into the superstructure and attempt to knock out the Great Reset. Alex Jones has volunteered to lead the fighter attack. Get a signed copy of The Great Awakening today at Infowarsstore.com.